Shit's about to get messy. Real messy. Oh, you want my number? Oh no, sorry, I don't give it out to strangers. <laughs> yeah, but you can listen to my podcast though. I have never been so fucking stoked to be back on this microphone. And I know I say that a lot, but this time I truly mean it because there's more fucking stakes than ever on this microphone right now. And I'm going to get into that. I have a long fucking list of delinquent ass topics that I need to get through today because they've been shit that's on my mind. And something I just need to get off my chest. But first, thank you for listening. If you're one of the 15 people that still tunes into this episode, I'll send you free feet pics. Just send me a DM. But first order of business, I wasn't planning to talk about this, but when you're wondering why I keep doing this, like I'm Santa rubbing his belly. When I was getting ready to record the show today, I decided what am I going to wear? You know, it doesn't ever really fucking matter. It's not like I ever wear anything noteworthy or high fashion. I just pick out whatever is most comfortable usually. And that will at least put me on the other side of that threshold of like a five or a six instead of like a four or a five. You know, like I just need to be passing as a good looking comedic podcaster maybe I don't anyways when I was getting ready today I decided what do I wear and I thought why don't I wear my trusty Fendi hoodie now I know a lot of my listeners are poor and they don't own Fendi and they can't afford luxuries like I am they don't have rich men falling at their feet to buy them things but I do so I'm going to tell you about that relatable part of my life (laughs) at least that's what I fucking thought when I was given this hoodie as a gift now if you're looking at my hoodie right now you're probably thinking that's fucking a fake knockoff Fendi hoodie or maybe you're not I didn't know But I was given this lovely accoutrement from my ex-boyfriend, Mr. Croissant. And I just thought that I should show you guys the types of things that I was in for when I said he was, if you don't know who Mr. Croissant is, listen back. He was basically my ex-boyfriend who was a con artist. And uh, basically he gave me this hoodie and this was like the nicest fucking gift I've ever been given by a man and it's a knockoff Fendi hoodie I don't know like I don't know for sure it's the knockoff but like when I asked one time I was like wow this is like such a nice gift thank you I was like shocked like mouth dropping to the floor and then even when I came home I was wearing it my brother was like that's such a sick hoodie you have a boyfriend who gave you Fendi I was like yeah But now I fucking realize there's no way that this hoodie is real. And I was so dumb for thinking it. I told him my brother would love something like this. And he said, and I quote, oh, my gosh, no problem. I'll bring some over. I have 
hundreds of hoodies just like this. <laughs> and my dumb ass didn't clue in. I was like, oh, he's just so fucking rich from owning one restaurant. Actually, these were so uh, now that I'm thinking about actually probably how this hoodie was made, I'm starting to feel a little bit more guilty about turning it into a bit. Yeah, mom. Yeah, I have them, but I'm recording a podcast. Okay, well, come here then. I'm not going to stop to bring you M&M's. <sighs> Jesus fucking Christ. This is what she wants. What? What are you talking? What are you saying? What? This is why I need this podcast to take off. I'm going fucking crazy. She just disturbed my work time. For M&M's, I don't know if I'm more pissed off about her disturbing my podcast. I'm trying to whisper because I live in a small fucking house. Or the fact that she just took away my peanut fucking M&M's. You know what she said? I need them. You know what she made me do last week? Last week. I'm, I'm being taken advantage of. I'm just realizing it. Last week, she asked me to go pick her up a coffee. She's like, hey, I always woke up from a nap. I'm so tired. She, and anyone that knows me knows that if like I ride for you, I'll fucking do whatever favors you, stupid ass favors you ask me to. She says, can you go pick me up a coffee? I say, sure, mom. I'd be happy to go drive, walk to my car. That's fucking... 13 minutes away in the fucking pouring rain. Meanwhile, yours is parked in the only car park spot out front to go drive to Starbucks, get your coffee and break. Okay. I forgot a detail. What just happened? Oh my God. And now we have another fucking person coming on this side. This is just a disaster. Hi. The oh my god this is just a fucking disaster mom just came in and now you're in you okay. oh. oh my god all right go oh, oh all over the bed perfect bye-bye bye-bye that's the first time my brother's ever acknowledged the podcast i am so fucking sorry Oh my god, I'm going crazy. I'm gonna fucking they're like laughing up there, like, ha, oh, we just disturbed her little her little her little creative project, her little her little joke of a show. We just disturbed it. Oh, they don't fucking realize that one day I'm gonna get rich. And just guess what? I'm gonna look back at this episode and say, you know what? I'm not buying you a house. I'm not. You know who I'm buying a house? My brother, Tyler. My brother, Tyler, he he would have come through that door seeing that I was busy on a meeting or recording a show and say, oh, no worries. I'll go around. I'm so sorry for disturbing you. That's what he would have said. These guys. Okay, let me go back for a second. These guys. Are, oh, man, I need a drink. Yeah, and yes, this coffee does have a little bit something special in it. I wasn't planning to talk about any of this. I haven't even gotten to one topic I plan to talk about yet. But last week, 
she fucking told asked me to go get her a coffee right we got that part and then she says um can you pick up groceries while you're there all right I guess so grocery store Starbucks are right oh my good lord this is like the fucking worst show I've ever recorded the worst show I've ever recorded I just bought a new ring light how is this fucking breaking already (sighs) my head is pounding already need a second to recollect anyways she fucking let me just fucking finish a story she fucking says oh i was like yeah sure i'll get the groceries what do you want and she says okay but you have to bring me back the coffee and then go back and do the grocery shopping the starbucks is inside of the grocery store she made me go up to the grocery store pick up the coffee this would have made about a 10 minute difference on when she would have gotten her coffee. I really don't know how I turned out the way I am. I'm surrounded by a fucking bunch of lunatics. And now that I have filled up the first 10 minutes of this show, talking about how I got scammed, I was going to talk about trusting your intuition, but honestly, I'm just too pissed off to be insightful. So I'm just going to go straight into what I need to talk about next. I saw three different men in one day the other night. It was the sluttiest day I've ever had. It was also one of the most fun days I've ever had in my whole life. Girls, if you're in your 20s, I want you to just like enjoy dating different men for a while. Like, yeah, sure. Connect with someone and then just fucking let them go and connect with someone else and then like let them go. Like, I don't know. I'm just getting on. But anyways, I saw three men in one day. So first there was this guy I've been kind of seeing and talking to from Chicago. He flew in to see me. So he was here for two days and we stayed at a hotel, whatever. And so I woke up with him on Monday morning. I go home after, well, we first we wake up and, oh my gosh, we actually, let me just run it back. We meet, we go up for dinner. We have a great night. We like just banter, have a lot of drinks or taking shots, having a great night. We go back to the hotel and obviously things started to get a little bit heated. Didn't need to tell you that twice. Look who's on the mic. I have like a serious problem with saying no to sex. And so we had sex the first time, but I was on my time of the month. He didn't care. Great. Neither do I. If you don't care, I don't care. Let's fucking get it on. So we do that. Night, nightfall hits. We take a little, we take a little snooze. I wake up in the middle of the night and I think, okay, this man's only here for two days. How am I going to make him remember me? Make him want to fly me out to Chicago or come back? And so I think, let's wake him up with some head. Fucking amazing. So I did. And eventually that leads to more sex. And something I know about my body is I lubricate very, very well naturally Um, meaning I get borderline almost too wet every time I have sex. This last time I had sex with, uh, 
this man in the middle of the night, I realize I'm not getting that wet, like, and I'm on my period. Like, this is weird. Like, I'm, like, not wet at all. Whatever, whatever. And then he, like, we starts to have sex more. And then I started to get a little bit more wet. So this, like, I was like, okay, that makes sense. Like, I'm not always just, like, dripping right away. And so we have sex. And all of a sudden, I'm bouncing up and down. And all of a sudden, I'm, like, on the tip. And I think for a second, oh, shit. And he saw. I couldn't hide it on my face. He saw on my face the look on my face like I literally just saw a ghost and he was like what's wrong what's wrong what's going on and I blurred out I forgot to take my tampon out (laughs) fuck looking back I was like why the fuck would you tell this dude that he had no idea you had a tampon and he totally just had sex with you full on with a tampon inside of you and he had no clue why the fuck would you tell him what are you thinking anyways so I stop I hop off I go to the bathroom and I start to fish around and I was like I'm really really not finding anything at all at this point he's soft I'm turned off um I'm like I really don't find anything so I guess like maybe I didn't put one in maybe it fell out like I don't know and he was like I really didn't feel anything in there and I was like yeah but like that doesn't necessarily mean anything boys have a fucking mind of a peanut and then we like went to lay back down and I was like nah like no like I know I know for a fact I put a tampon in after we had sex for the first time I like remembered it so clearly and remembered like grabbing it and sneaking it in my hand like in my sleeve or whatever I knew I put one in there so back to the bathroom I go I start kind of fucking freaking the fuck out like how am I gonna go to the doctor I'm gonna have to go to the hospital tomorrow and be like hey like I got a tampon fucked into me I need you to take it out so I'm naturally freaking out at this point that's like a girl's worst nightmare and after like 30 minutes of fishing and fishing I start to feel like a little bit of a foreign object and I'm really sorry if dudes are listening to this right now. It's really gross. And so, uh, yeah, I eventually got it, like fished it, the fish it out and got it. And it was upside down when the time I took it out, meaning string side up. <laughs> and I like had to pull on whatever. Yeah, this is it's getting really graphic. But long story short, I got a tampon fucked into me this weekend. And that's not even the beginning to that's not even the beginning of my Monday. I know you're like, how is this one of the best sexual days she's ever had? But it was. Okay, so then I go home. I do a little bit of work. I have a shower. And there was this other dude at the time who has just moved here from Toronto. I was, like, vibing him pretty well. Like, I was really excited to, like, go out for the first time. So we do. Um, We go for drinks. We have whatever, whatever, whatever. We get there. Okay, I'm being lazy and not telling you what happened. Whatever, whatever, whatever is not a story carissa so essentially i am ready to meet this guy and he's like let's go out at nine and fucking i i don't go out at nine unless i'm guaranteed a good dicking down getting drunk and a good ass time so i was like i'm not i'm not meeting you at nine um sorry (laughs) it sounds like such a little fucking girl thing to say but i wasn't i was like i'll meet you at 7 30 for drinks because i didn't even know if i liked this guy very much yet so he was like sure 
I ended up getting to the restaurant half an hour early, which is so unlike me. And I've been trying to be more fucking punctual these days. And I got bit in the ass immediately for doing so. So I get there. Oh my gosh. It's nothing worse than sitting at a bar alone. Right. Especially as a fucking young girl, you don't need fucking Gurpreet and Bob and whoever else, the bartender down your fucking throat when you're just waiting for your date. I don't want to talk to you and your about your Israeli investments. Like I, I don't care. I don't care. I can pretend to care if I'm getting paid, but I don't care. And so, fuck, the guy gets there. I'm finally, and he's 20 minutes late from 7:30. So I've been sitting here for an hour now. And he is like, sorry, I'm late. Like, I was really focused on the game and the soccer game is on. And I was like, oh, my God, like, fuck me. Like, I was like immediately pissed. Like, I like chugged, like I chugged my drink back. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to get through this. Like, I was immediately so pissed. And then he sits down before he even like says anything about me or ask me one question he goes go go start screaming like hyping the crowd up around him and I just wanted to fuck it I was so uh first I don't give a fuck about sports sometimes I pretend to if I really like the guy or pretend to want to understand but I just did not care uh, clearly I get more and more pissed off with every second every time this man looks up at the screen instead of like talking to me because like I you could have just stayed home to do this anyways eventually the game turns off I'm like one drink deep I was like I'll have one more because I needed to get a little bit buzzed after that date so I was like all right I'll have one more and the conversation starts to actually get like okay I there's no romantic potential with this man but I left it being like okay like I think I might have a new friend like he reminded me a lot of my guy friends like a dude I would never fucking want to date but he was like fun we liked the same music we started playing like some games together and like we had a super similar sense of humor like we got on super super well but like obviously after like the beginning of the date like he's obviously like an unself-aware dude so I was like we can be great friends so I made a new friend I made a new friend and we're still talking as friends I've made it clear that I'm not interested as a romantic partner and he's like yeah let's chill like I just moved here and like I think you're a dope girl so like let's just be friends so weirdly went on my first hinge date that turned into a friendship instead of a date so that was really nice I met a new friend even though I had to wait an hour and drink three vodka sodas alone before I got to see him. Now we get to the end of the day. And I've had a couple drinks. I decide I don't really want to drive home. I worked at 8 a.m. in the city, which is like, if you know Vancouver, it's a very big country or Canada in general is a very big country. Everything's quite spread apart. So I was like, I don't want to drive home after having drank. Um, I need to find a bed to sleep in tonight. (laughs) essentially and I was I'm not gonna sleep in this man's bed so I text up an old booty call who I happen to be two blocks away from he always fills me with liquor we always have like unreal fucking sex and uh, I was like yeah like I'll just like go get some actual good sex from him and I did so I had really fun in the morning I got some like 
yeah i don't know my point here is just like fucking yeah i just fucking just like fuck around for the while because i had a great day i hung up with three different guys didn't have sex with all of them just one that day (laughs) and it was a great time like we're young have fun so that was my sexcapade my monday sexcapade something else that's really been on my mind lately is just how shitty of a race white people are and you know i'm not i'm not in the mood like i said i'm not in the mood to get deep today i'm not going to get deep about us being racist like we know we know that we've been in the past hands up white people have not been known to be the nicest to other races i mean it's just fact but what i've been thinking about is the fact that like we literally are the most ridiculous race of them all i don't even know is that even i don't even know if that's why am i like questioning the, if i can even say the word race that's like the world we're in right now i'm like can i even say the word race it is the most ridiculous fucking race in the mall yet we have like the least amount of stereotypes all we have is like starbucks uggs frat boys like you think about all the other fucking stereotypes other races have and they're fucking damaging ours are just about what we like and none of that shit's even that good starbucks nowhere near the best coffee ever had uggs all right all right i can't fault uggs except for they're ugly uggs me and then frat boys who just are the worst sex that you ever could possibly have is from a fucking frat boy the only like fucking bad stereotype we have is that we're all fucking pedophiles but that one's fucking true like have you ever seen an asian or black pedophile excluding michael jackson and i don't even know if we can count him as black because he really was fucking whiter than me by the time he died by his own choice but seriously like have you ever fucking seen like an asian pedophile like i'm gonna look up most famous most well-known sex offenders i guarantee you they're all going to be names like jim jeffries i don't know who that is oh sorry to jim jeffries because i think that's a real person i don't know if he's a sex offender or not most well-known sex offenders let's see oh see i'm not really off to a very good start right here am i no i don't want sex offenders actually i want pedophiles sex offenders is a different story i'm I'm sorry for being insensitive. CeeLo Green was charged with a sex crime? For fucking what? I'm really not helping my case right now. I really meant for this to be a bit on how terrible white people are. And this is not going well for me. Most well-known pedophiles. I'm going to start making up names if this doesn't support my case. Child abuse the uk (laughs) all right let's see celebrity sex offenders 
but I don't want sex offenders. Sex offenders, I want specifically pedophiles. This is so annoying. I should have fucking prepared for this better, but I didn't know. Let's see. Who do we got, though? Anyways. Okay. Who do we got? Who do we got? Who do we got? Give me the list. Give me the list. Wow, I really can't. Okay. Let's see. Here we go. Nine famous people convicted of sex crimes. Who do we have? Bill Cosby. Mark Saline, the star of Glee. I don't know who that is. I wonder who he played. Oh, he hung himself. Isn't that the guy who paid Finn? Finn? Flynn? I don't know. Roman Polanski. I don't know who that is. Don't know if they're white or what. But sounds like he is. Vincent Margara sounds white. MTV for sure. He was on MTV for sure. John Healy down so white. Oh, and he worked for Disney. This guy's definitely not just a pedo. He's a fucking sex offender. I mean, he's a pedo. Gary Glitter. <laughs> you know, you know, you're seeing, you're seeing what I'm seeing. You're hearing what I'm hearing, right? Like these names, Jim Morrison. These are all such fucking white names, and I hope they are actually white people, or else I might get canceled before I even got famous. But anyways, I just want to say that white people are fucking the worst race in the world. We're so boring. Like, what's our fucking culture? Like, what's what's fucking Canadian culture? Like, people people think of like our culture, it's like burgers, football. Like I don't even really like either of those things. Like, I love burgers, of course, but, like, I would trade, like, a... What the fuck? Now I'm just podcasting in the dark. This has really just been a disaster of an episode. Holy shit. Oh, my God. All of my lights are falling. The sky is falling. The sky is falling. Maybe I should just podcast in the dark from now on. Maybe that will be, like, a new fucking trend. I hate this. Anyways, we're back. (sighs) I'm really starting to fall off the bandwagon here, but I want to give myself a little pat on the back before we go. I have been sober from marijuana for one month. I didn't choose to do this. It wasn't my goal to uh, become sober. Um, I was offered a position that I was very convinced I was going to take that would not allow me to smoke marijuana so I stopped I was like all right I'm going to do this I'm not going to give up up a position because I can't smoke marijuana that's would make me a drug addict so I'm going to quit even though it really fucking pained me and it was actually really fucking hard the first if you can go over the first three days you can get through it like after the first three days I was good and I was like I don't even know why I needed like weed that bad and now like I decided to not accept the job and I've started smoking again and I've realized like I really did not need to be smoking that much weed all these years because I was at the point like most owners are that you just like don't get high anymore you just feel like a little bit like like how I kind of look all the fucking time like 
I don't know. You just get a little bit chiller, I guess. You just don't, you don't really get high. So yeah, I spent the last um, month not smoking. I don't have anything really to say about it other than the fact that uh, I can now tell myself I'm not a drug addict. And uh, yeah, I definitely drank a lot more during that time, which I didn't want to do. And so that's why I'm happy that I've decided to move on from this position so that I uh, can continue to indulge in the lesser of terrible two habits. But um, it's funny because marijuana is actually my saving grace when it came to this position. Um, thought it was a position for me. I've been saying for years now, I just wanted a job that I could be creative, travel the world, and also incorporate my love of business. I'm realizing that love of business is maybe just something I'm skilled in, but I don't really love it. And this position would have entailed me working 18-hour days every single day. And I wouldn't even get to fucking smoke a J at the end of the night. But before I, so I had to take a drug test to take this job. And I ended up testing positive. So I wouldn't have been able to take the job anyways. I would have probably gotten released anyways. But it came to find out it was like a horrible work environment that I was about to throw myself into. There was a lot of red flags. And yeah, there was just, I'm not going to go into detail because I'm not trying to slander a company. But basically, there was just like a lot of red flags in what was going on and marijuana saved me from getting myself into a bad position so I wrote them a letter today resigning and I literally hang up the phone and two minutes later I get a call from my boss at this new position I've been working in which I am obsessed with I get to go to design weeks I get to go to like Italian events all over my city it's just like a really good position I love it and it like allows me to work from home and like do have the time to be a creative like I love to be it was I was originally on a three-month contract I get a phone call literally two minutes after I send this email that said and my boss says hey we like ran into some more funding and we would love to keep you on long term and if that isn't a fucking sign I don't know what is that Sometimes you just have to take big risks when it feels right. Sometimes you don't know why you're taking the risk or what it is you're even risking, but you just have this gut feeling that this is what you're supposed to do. And I had this gut feeling that I was meant to resign from that position. So we'll see what happens. But as of now, I just got signed on to like a, keep working in this position I really really love so I'm stoked about that last thing I want to talk about herpes let's talk about it it's a run-of-the-mill disease it's like having the common fucking cold but that's not what people see it as I don't really have fucking much to say about it at other other than the fact that everyone just needs to fucking get over it one in three people have herpes 
if someone tells you they have herpes, thank them because at least you can be safe about it because chances are I can almost guarantee you've already slept with someone who has herpes. They, it's just really not a fucking big deal. Like, remember, like, when people were like, oh, the crabs, that's just, like, fucking chlamydia. Like, that sounds so bad, crabs. Herpes, you literally take a pill every day, and the disease just goes away. It's just literally a common rash. And I think that a lot of people are blocking out relationships because they don't want the herp which I get probably seems uncomfortable but I had like a really eye-opening conversation with one of my partners the other day and he said he gets like tested very very frequently because he's like in the like kink and bondage world which I'm not really he like I'm not really like fully like into the lifestyle but like I have a couple partners who are actually I have one mainly who is and uh he basically we had a conversation because he gets tested all the time and he always sends me his results and I said Oh, yeah, by the way, I'm not celibate anymore that last, like, six months. Um, this is so annoying, this lighting. But basically, I might as well, it might as well just be a fucking club in here. And now I, like, tried to, like, do, like, a fun little joke, and I fucked it up. Now my light's just completely broken. Oh, my God. That's so crazy how shitty the camera quality gets as soon as you fucking... Oh, okay, I really need to wrap this up. But anyways, herpes get over it and my partner basically had said yes there's like almost a 100% chance of running to a partner with herpes and I was like yeah you're right so uh if you meet someone with herpes like fuck it give them a hug give them a penile a vaginal hug of course be careful but if you can prevent yourself from getting it prevent it but I'm just saying for all of you out there who uh will run into a partner who has herpes just uh let it go. And that's all I really have to say. Blacked out, talked about pedophiles, sex, and uh, myself. I had someone review my podcast last week, and they said that I treat my podcast like a personal diary, which is true. So I'm trying not to do that anymore, but I'm also the only person on this show and uh it's pretty fucking hard to be funny with other people to be honest i'm working on it if you know any good comics or comedy podcasters send me their names because i really want to get some more comedians on the show it's really nice to talk about deep shit but we love to laugh if you send me a screenshot of you rating my podcast five stars i will personally ship you this Knock off Fendi hoodie from Mr. Croissant. And I will not even wash it because right now I'm wearing a braless. I won't even wash it. So rate my podcast five stars and send me a screenshot and review it. And I will send you the hoodie of all hoodies. Thanks for listening. Carissa Harrison on Instagram. One R's, two S's in the first name. Two R's, one S in the last. Yeah, that's right. Two R's, one S in the last name. Yeah. And uh, keep it sloppy. Keep it messy. I'm going to keep fucking grinding for you. 
and being in the dark is my cue to leave because I had nothing else to say and I was about to keep rambling. So bye.